I got a call from a young detective. He'd, he'd just been made detective, actually. And he called Ollie up. Said, Ollie, I'm stuck on a case. I don't know if you've met. My name is Matt Jenkins. I mean, I, I've met you, but I'm not sure if you remember me. I guess is what I mean. I said, yeah, I think so. Kind of tall, red hair. I said, yeah, that, that's me. Yeah. I said, yeah, yeah, I remember meeting you at a at a social event down at the precinct recently. Congratulations on making detective. I said, thanks, thanks. Listen, Ollie, I was wondering if maybe I could get your help on a case. I said, sure, sure, Detective Jenkins. <laughs> he laughed. Yeah. Um, here's the thing. I mentioned that I was stuck on this case to this friend of mine who's kind of been mentoring me and... He said that what I should do is bring you in and said that you're a really good detective and that they wish they could have you on the force and that if I spend a day hanging out with you, I might learn a lot. And he said I could expense it to the department if I brought you in. I said, all right, uh, you know, sure, always happy to help. So um, what's the case? I said, well, it's kind of a mundane case, but important to the people that are affected a whole bunch of tools stolen from a construction site they were fixing up a row house and when they got in this morning the door was broken into and then all the tools were gone I said alright what's the address I'll meet you there he gave me the address I said oh cool that's, that's not too far away from me so we'll meet you there in about an hour and Jenkins said, yeah, that'd be great, thank you. Do you, um, do you want anything? I'm going to stop by and get a coffee on the way there. I said, sure, I'd love a coffee. Uh, just regular coffee, a little bit of cream, no sugar. And then Jenkins said, all right, great, I'll see you there. So they met up at the house, and Jenkins handed Ollie his coffee. Ollie had a coffee of his own. This nice stuff is from Charmington's. I said, oh man, yeah, yeah, I like that place. Jenkins said, yeah, yeah, they're there, they make good coffee. So, so here's what we found. So the, the crew came in, you know, early this morning. They're, they're renovating this row house. It was a gut renovation. They're a couple months in, really in the thick of it. So they had all kinds of tools in place here. I got a list from the foreman. Um, and yeah, then they came in at about 6.30 this morning to get set up. Uh, just about everything was missing. Drills, hammer drills, chop saw, jigsaw, um, what else we got here? Uh, shop vac, a whole tool chest full of hand tools like screwdrivers and hammers and chisels, things like that. Uh, two different drill, like battery drill sets with the chargers, air compressors, some air tools, and oh, three hand saws. What else? What else? What else? Yeah, I think that was it. Um, and uh, yeah, this sort of thing happens, but um, yeah, we're trying to solve it.
And I got nothing. It just looked like a construction site to me. I don't see any clues. We checked on the, I checked the door handle and the, the lock had been picked. I could tell that, but there's no fingerprints anywhere. Like nobody's fingerprints. The crew's all wearing gloves and whoever did this must have been wearing gloves too. So all we really know is that they did force the lock before they did pick the lock. I looked around, and it was a pretty standard construction site. Yeah, and a, they'd left it behind some materials, some you know, nails, some insulation, some lumber, uh, a sink. And in a couple of different spots, there was a big bag of garbage, in a big black construction bag. And I think all I noticed when we looked around is that there was a, another cup of coffee there. Uh, also from, from Trumpington's. I went up to the upstairs and it was kind of the same. There's another bag of trash up there. And there was another coffee. And then, um, yeah, up there there were some, um, what's it called? Like uh, junction boxes for electrical work. But no wire. Well, I asked about the wire. He said, oh, yeah, yeah, they took four big spools of wire. Yeah, expensive stuff, as it turns out. And I looked around, and he thought, and he thought, and he thought, oh, you know what? And he picked up one of the coffees, and he popped up the lid, and gave it a sniff. Pumpkin spice. As gross as it was, he dipped one tentacle, and at the very bottom, there's still a little bit of coffee left. There was still a little bit of coffee left. I tasted it, and it wasn't too sweet. He went downstairs. He did the same to the other one, also pumpkin spice, also not too sweet. And he looked at the cups again, and they were, they were from Charmington's, the same place they'd gotten their coffee. Something seemed off about it. So Ollie went over and he uh, opened up the bag of trash and looked inside. And there was a lot of the stuff you'd expect, you know, boxes from nails and some, some plastic that had been wrapped around some insulation, things like that. But he looked and he also saw several empty coffee cups. And that's when Ollie thought his clue was going somewhere because in both bags, Every single coffee cup was from 7-Eleven. Every single one. No, I mean 7-Eleven. Oh, I thought and thought and thought that these Charmington's coffees are my clue. So I went to talk to Detective Jenkins. I said, Jenkins, we're going to need a warrant to get some records from the coffee shop around the corner, the same place you got our coffee. At the coffee shop? I said, yeah. All the coffee cups in the trash cans, in the trash bags, rather, is from 7-Eleven. And then here, we've got two coffee cups from the local coffee shop. And it's a pumpkin spice latte. And this 
well-balanced, not overly sweet. If you got a pumpkin spice latte from 7-Eleven, it would be all sweetness. But this one isn't. And here's the other thing. It was June when this happened. I said, pumpkin spice isn't on the menu. And that's a big help to us. Like I said, why is that it's such a big O? Oh, because they're not going to be serving a lot of pumpkin spice, are they? That's exactly it. They're not. So Jenkins had to call and go through the whole process to get a warrant because he knew that the coffee shop wasn't going to turn over customer information without a warrant. But the, the judge on duty that day was, did issue a warrant. So they came in and said, hey. I said, oh, you're back. Is your coffee okay? And I said, oh, yeah, the coffee's okay, but we need your help with an investigation. And Jenkins showed his badge. So we actually have a warrant. And um, it's going to sound silly, but we need to know who early this morning or late last night ordered a pair of pumpkin spice lattes. And the, the person working in the cash register said, huh, pumpkin spice lattes, those aren't in the season yet. All I chimed in and said, I know. That's why I'm hoping you'll be able to help us find them. If it was something in season, if it was something on the regular menu, probably would have served a couple hundred of those. But I bet those are the only two pumpkin spice lattes you served all day. I said, yeah, you know, you're probably right. Uh, yeah, give me a minute to serve the person behind you. And then um, I can get up. This person behind them came in and ordered regular stuff. They're not really part of the story. Um, so then the, the cocktail clerk said, all right, yeah. Let me dig through the records from yesterday. I should be able to spot it. You think two together or two separate? I said, oh, we can't be sure. But probably right next to each other in time, even if it was two separate purchases. Cool, cool, cool. So I'm going to taps the machine. The barista was, the cash register person, also a barista, was looking through the previous day's purchase records. Well, started off early that morning. And there right after opening, which for them is like 5.45. I don't know if that's actually when they open or not, but the story it is. I said, yeah, I found one. I found two, I mean. Got a pair, pumpkin slice spice lattes, paid separately from super early this morning. And yeah, special instructions were, were not too sweet. And, um, yeah, suppose you want the name. The name's on the credit cards, right? I said, yeah, any information you have. I said, hold on, let me print it all out. So I printed out the information. Handed over to the officer and to Ollie. And there it was. Name, phone number, credit card number, even an email address. Well, so then Officer Jenkins called the judge back up and got an expanded search warrant for these people's houses. Pretty soon they had a whole two different squads going out there to serve these warrants. So Jenkins rode with one of them. Jenkins brought in a, you know, another, not just brought in the, the, you know, the cops working, the patrols. And at the same time, so that, you know, if one of them didn't have it, the other one did have the stuff, they couldn't call and say, hide all the stuff. So they went at the exact same time. We even radioed together. All right. Okay. 
I'm outside Suspect A's house. We're outside Suspect B's house. You got somebody in the rear? Yep, got somebody in the rear. All right, let's do it. Both at the same time, they knocked on the door, and one person at each of the house answered, always with, its, with Detective Jenkins at Subject A's house. Suspect A's house. Said, sorry, this is the police. We have a warrant to search your premises. I said, what are you talking about? I didn't do nothing. I said, all the same. We have a warrant. We can take a look here, but we need to come inside and search. This is ridiculous. I'm going to sit man. And that's all fine. But we're going to search anyway. And the officer came in and started searching. Looked on the main floor, didn't find anything. Looked upstairs, didn't find anything. The guy was looking real nervous as the police went toward the basement door. We went down to the basement. There was the whole load. Electrical wire, power tools, air tools, even the three saws. Everything was right there, the exact matching description from the list from the foreman. And the guy just sat down on the stairs and said, oh, I'm under arrest, aren't I? And that was Detective Jenkins said, yep, yep. One of the officers here will put you in handcuffs and take you out to the squad car. He said, ah, dang it, dang it, dang it, dang it. I gotta know. How did you find me? Jenkins said, well, your mistake was an Ollie Elodim, well, not Ellie Elodim, that was, but smacked him straight in the ribs. Jenkins thought, ah, what was that? I said, no, 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 no. I'll explain in a minute. Jenkins said, uh, never mind. And the officer handcuffed him and took him away. Jenkins said, what was that about, Ollie? I said, that's one of the tricks of the trade. Don't tell them how they got caught. That way, you can use the trick again next time. And that was the case of Ollie and the tool robbery.